Also, one tip is very important to listen to this tip. Welcome, gorillas, to the next episode of the Athlete Insider Podcast by Goronation. My name is Phil, and today we have a really special beast from Mexico, Tony Gaste. And uh, yeah, I'm really, really happy to have you here. Like a short introduction for the people who don't know you. You're the current featherweight world champion, is it right? Yeah. And uh, the three times national champion of Mexico. So like a crazy, crazy beast. And I'm really happy to be able to do this interview with you in English so everybody can profit from it. Uh, happy to ha have you here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Also, I want I want to thank you, you and Gordon Nation for inviting me to this interview because it's, I think, my first interview in English because I have done like a lot of interviews, but I have never done one in English. But I think this is going to help me with my production but uh, thank you for having me here bro awesome because uh, i saw some weeks ago i saw the interview with you and uh, jordan bioko uh, exactly. but, but i didn't understand anything so <laughs> I, i thought yeah it, it's a good possibility to show you and your story to more people and uh, yeah because you also have an english instagram account and uh, like yeah let's let's uh, share your story your your workout advice to the people yeah so, um, how do you present yourself? Who are you? Who is Tony Gaste? Your full name is Antonio Gastelum. So, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you pronounce it better than the people from Mexico. Oh. People from Mexico call it Gastelum. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, uh, first of all, um, my full name is Antonio Gastelum. Uh, I have 19 years old. Uh, I started calisthenics when I was um, 15. When I just uh, when I just turned 15, I was just doing regular pull-ups because I was so weak. I was a, a, a skinny kid. Literally, I just I just could like hang from the bar and do one pull-up. Oh. And from there, I was like starting to get frustrated because I didn't find like something that really motivates me, like for, I started training or something like that. So I just started to play football at the park, <clears throat> at the same park. But then I saw like these guys doing freestyle. I didn't know what freestyle was, but they were doing like 360s, muscle up 360s. And I just said like, Ooh, that looks cool. That looks kind of cool. And I just uh, uh, asked them like, hey, what is this or what are you doing? And they told me like, And they were doing freestyle or calisthenics. They was like uh, kind of parkour, bar trick uh, thing. And I was like, oh, it, it's a difficult. And, and they just uh, teach me how to do the muscle, reverse muscle up okay. and the muscle of 360. And that's and the first day I just called my first muscle of 360. What? Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but I ripped all my hand. Literally, I, I, just, I grabbed the bar, but when I just let go of the bar I just said oh <laughs> I cut my hand <laughs> but I, I just have to rest like two two weeks but then I just came back to, to doing freestyle and, and I really liked it for, for the first time uh, from the first time I just started to doing like the, the regular muscle up or the regular 360 muscle up I just like it too much and and I started to doing it without like have to have like a day of training. I just like, I, I want to go to the park to do freestyle because I enjoy it. I, I was enjoying to do it. So I think that was like the best thing to me that I enjoy my, my sport and I enjoy what I do. 
Wow, so four years into calisthenics now? Is it is yeah, right? Yeah, four, four years. Uh, I, this year, I just just turned four years in calisthenics. Wow. And like last year was the, is it right to say it was the most uh, successful year of your career until now? Yeah, exactly. It, 2019 was my, like my best year of competitions because also I was competing the whole year from February until December. I competed. Literally, I was competing February, March, May, then, then in June, then in July, then in August, November, December. I was competing the whole year. But the problem was honestly the the was my was my best year. Uh, but when I just ended that year, I started to feel like weaker. But doesn't to the point I didn't train because I trained. I was training day by day, day by day, all day, and I just realized that my body or my shoulders were getting too too loaded, mm -hmm. until the point they were not getting um like. Mm, stronger in my trainings they were getting like sore and they were getting like weaker because i didn't give them the rest the proper like stretching or if you wanted to say like a massage pro to discharge the muscles i didn't do that so they started to even like when i started uh, try to do like a specific uh, trains to uh, strengthen my shoulders, they were starting to getting weaker because I didn't rest at all. So I have to stop training for two months. Then that was in uh, actually my birthday month in February. I have to stop training for two months. Wow. And then from there, I have to start training like not, not from the start, but to push ups. Uh, Uh, advanced, uh, I mean, like, so the push ups, lean planche, because literally I didn't felt my shoulders at all. I just wow. like felt like pain. So when I stopped, it, it, it was like getting better. So now I'm, uh, now I'm good and I'm, I'm getting like uh, stronger because I'm getting like statics trainings every day. But yeah, I think. That was my best year, but not in my health, not in the healthiest way. Okay, so like I can imagine that traveling around and competing a lot is really stress for the body. It's stressful for the body and for the mind. Yeah, you you don't rest well, even if you rest. Like if you, your body needs to get to get to the to the like to the time of the country you're traveling to, to the weather, to the altitude. So it doesn't like in five days, you don't get like used to it, you know, like you have to prepare a uh, more like uh, uh, intelligent because if you're like uh, in those competitions that you travel literally like some athletes that uh, go to, I don't know, um, Russia in the world championship, uh, I'm going to travel tomorrow because tomorrow is the competition or, or the on Thursday. So I arrived, I just have two days for rest, and that's not healthy at all. I just did that, like, I told you, uh, 2019, like, six times. It didn't work wow. at all at the end of the year. Wow. So the plan is, like, uh, to, to have more days before a competition to stay in the country, uh, like, and to do less competitions, I guess. Like, yeah, and, like, I think to train intelligent, because... You have to if you you're not if you're knowing that you're in, you are going to a competition. 
you have to stop training. I mean, your your statics or your your maximum hold programs three weeks uh, before the competition because you're not getting stronger in three weeks. So mm. uh, what what I what I do is to now I prepare myself like uh, three weeks or one month before the competition. I start to do all what I'm going to do in the competition. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, that's I think the better way you you can do it because it's like like literally a choreography. So you just have it here. Yeah, get it. Um, but like, let's talk about your normal workout. How is it structured? How does your week you look like? Um, now I train like differently weeks because um, how how I told you uh, in 2019 I was literally doing like uh, one week. Maximum of full planche, maximum of price, max of all in planche front lever every week from one month to one month every year. But that doesn't work at the end of the year because my shoulder starts to pain. We're loaded as fuck. So <laughs> uh, what I do now is like trying to um, train one week specifically like uh, strengthening programs like for planche, posture planche, uh, push planche. I mean, like a specific exercise, like for a specific points of flinch, like you want to get your hollow body. I, I train like one week hollow body on flinch and one time a week of only push up on flinch, one time a week of maximum of flinch and the same of front lever. And the next week I type, I try to train like basics of, of like um, calisthenics, uh, dips, uh, regular dips. So my body doesn't get. Um, used to, to a specific stress mm -hmm. so if you you, um, you get your body like used to a specific stress like only maximum planche of only uh, calisthenics training it's going to get like stuck in some point so like uh, I recommend to people like combine um, combine like different disciplines Like, I don't know, uh, weightlifting. I do weightlifting one week. Uh, I do different, like I told you, the trends in, in the different weeks of the month. But I do weights one week. And calisthenics one week. And I don't know, planche or front lever aesthetics week. And then I do like stretching and mobility week. That helps me a lot. Wow. So that's what you get your body like used to different types of stress like hypertrophy, uh, I don't know, basics or regular calisthenics bodyweight training or aesthetics tension training that are like fully other level. So mm -hmm. I think that's the better way to progress. Wow, that's a good one because uh, I don't see this often in calisthenics, but like from, from fitness and bodybuilding, etc., you always try to get new uh, stimuli, stimuli, stimuli. Yeah, dif uh, different uh, stimulates of exercise. Yes. Like yes. Yeah, I part it stimulates different parts of the body and different parts of like or different uh, hormones literally and calisthenics uh, works on different parts like of the body different fibers different types or uh, contractions it's a lot of different things that helps you a lot if you are like intelligent to work with like now uh, if you know gymnastics they they train calisthenics gymnastics trainings like rings all of stuff and weightlifting they do weightlifting because doing like only weightlifting to of one muscle helps you a lot to get any stronger yeah. that's uh, nice to see like um and 
I can imagine that right now you, you call it aesthetics, uh, like you train a lot of statics. Um, yeah. But uh, like if uh, COVID-19 wouldn't be there, like how does, how do you combine statics and dynamics workout? Uh, how I told you, um, if I train also one week uh, dynamic, or uh, I mean, if I train one week aesthetics, I mean, like Monday, how I told you, posture day, I don't know. Uh, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I train push day. And Friday, I train max of, of flinch. It's an example. And um, I don't know. Um, Tuesday, Thursday, I train um, freestyle. So only freestyle combos, only freestyle combos uh, for I'm going to do in my competitions different moves of dynamics, like uh, different tricks and uh, new moves. So my body also doesn't um, get too loaded because if I train, I don't know, planche one day and then freestyle and front liberty that day, I'm going to get so sorted the next day I'm going to do, um, uh, I don't know, studies of or planche. And also I don't try to do like uh, a lot of freestyle combos and try to end it uh, with uh, a lot of full planche because um, I, I just train like full planche, so I don't have to do uh, full planche trainings and all that stuff. But when I train, when I change my week of trainings, like now I'm going to do hypertrophy or weightlifting or only basics. Now I do my regular freestyle combos with statics, with statics combos and all that stuff. Okay, get it. Um, like what, are, what are your sources? How do you get better? Do you, uh, do you train with also really high level athletes or do you write a lot uh, with other professional athletes? YouTube, where do you get your knowledge from? Uh, fortunately, uh, I live with my two coaches. They, they have like 24 years of experience in, uh, healthy of, uh, sport healthiness, uh, um, life healthiness that uh, they are uh, actually life coaches uh, health coaches um, a specialist on a sports a sports nutrition is uh, I don't know a lot of stuff they are like they are so so smart so that's what that that's the way I get my literally my my knowledge from uh, from from them I I learn a lot of them like they give me a lot of books. They gave me like a lot of tips, a lot of like articles that, that that's going to help me like for my, for my, I don't know, my, um, ¿Cómo dice rendimiento? Performance. For my performance. Oh, okay. They help me a lot. Not only like for training, they help me a lot of tips. Like try to eat this at the time of your training. Also, I, I mean, it's not like only, uh, do these uh, types of of exercise that's going to help you. I don't know for you getting stronger. No, it's like eat this food or this uh, meal on this time before you're going to train, and that gets me like a whole lot of power in, or, on my training. It changed my energy on my training. It gave me like a lot of uh, stamina and performance. Mm -hmm. So that's like where I get my knowledge from from professionalists that have more than, than 24 years on on the cur on the healthiness or or care programs okay like uh, from from which sport do they come like uh, do, do are they weightlifter coaches or yeah they, they are like weightlifter coaches mm -hmm. and uh, like long time ago they were like coaches but now 
they are more like professional professionalist of healthiness of uh, i mean to to get your your life to a better um, healthy lifestyle mm -hmm. because it's not like only weightlifting because they were training also of weightlifters that didn't do like the healthy the healthiest life even they have uh, them like coaches so they like say that like i fuck them we are going only to be like professionalists for athletes or for professional athletes and also they are um certificate and they have careers on the american colson and exercise that is one of the best it isn't the best a school of uh, like exercise and healthiness in the usa Wow, you see San Diego, so so cool. Nice, lucky you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very yeah. But it's really it's interesting because there are the one calisthenics athletes who um, don't warm up, who eat junk food, who have like a unhealthy lifestyle, who who are they are good. But imagine if they were eating good, if they were if they were on a specific program training in a smart program of meals i don't know in in the smart preparation in in general so that's a thing that's what i think in calisthenics is like not too much like missing is is missing in calisthenics like yeah. that that tips of professional list that helps like the athletes to get to another level like professional meals or professional nutritionist like i have oh. get it so like uh, it's it's re what what fascinates me i didn't know about that that you're only in calisthenics for four years um so like it's it really it has to show that the scientific approach the the experience of your coaches is really benefiting benefiting you and uh giving you a short short how to call it a shortening to success yeah and I, i don't mean to like and to get angry with people but a lot of people tell me like oh you have culture show oh you're on asteroids bro i'm not even that big to be like on asteroids bro <laughs> what the fuck are you saying but uh it, it gets me like uh, angry that people even that you're on a professional preparation with coaches and everything with professional meals they think you're doing like I don't know, like crap, like get on a steroid to, to you to get like stronger or bigger or better. It's like you just have to be smart, to eat smart, to prepare smart, to train smart, to be to be better. You don't have to do a lot. <laughs> That's what my coaches told me the first time. You wanna you wanna perform like a fucking guy? Eat yeah. well, sleep well, and train well. That's all. If you don't train well. Okay, you're you're gonna like you're not gonna get to your highest point, but if you eat well, you're always going to get to a certainly highest point. Mm -hmm. But if you don't eat well, it's you're going to get to a point you're not gonna progress anymore. And I have seen this yeah. in in some old like uh, partners from teams that I, I were uh, I was in. And they have like they 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 have been in calisthenics for nine years, and 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 they can like get to another point because they eat junk food, they don't prepare well, they sleep at I don't know three a.m. of the morning, and they have to wake up at seven a.m. of the morning because they have to 
go to a work they doesn't even like. So it's kind of sad that, that some athletes didn't say it doesn't take you too seriously to see how you can get to your highest point. And that's how I want I want to people like to know about calisthenics that if you do it well with a good preparation, a professional preparation, you can literally get to your highest point in so much in so much short time. Yeah, interesting. Like, um, let's go into to the battle last year that uh, I guess everybody like uh, is still fascinated by. And as I, I remember like being, I was in Sweden at that time because Beast of the Bars, uh, there was also the battle at the same time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when you were in, in Dubai uh, and you, you battled against Eric. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was like really... Um, how do you like describe from your from your perspective? How was it like to battle this this legend? Like he's he's really like so long in the game and like he's so experienced and then still you you took his title and you you won it like crazy. Like how how did it happen? Um, yeah, it, uh, honestly, it was it it has been the best competition I have ever been. Not only because of the uh, I mean what happened like. Of the championship that well and all that that stuff, mm, but because I was like training with my idols, not only like Eric, I was training with a lot of people that I like that that I uh, that I appreciate, like my friends from uh, also USA, like Nick Mix, Flamas Kuganov, and uh, I don't know, I was training with Roger, with uh, with Eric, with Andres, bro. That was train; those trainings was sick, bro, yeah. and even they um, even. If I if I doesn't won the the championship, I I, I wouldn't enjoy it because it was a it, it was a crazy trip, bro. It was like I ha when I, when I started in calisthenics, literally I, I started watching Eric, Roger, Daniels, and all those guys. And one day I said, like, I just one day train with them. I just want to train with them one day. I said, and it came very like real. <laughs> But yeah, I think it, it it was like the best trip I have ever it ever been, <laughs> and it's going to be because, uh, like the moments you share with those athletes, you you know that you're not going to repeat it every time. Like honestly, because those trainings are like only happen one time. So that that's some moments that I took from from that traveling that I enjoyed too much, and also that that Eric is so humble and I meet my idol because when I started in calisthenics, uh, I knew it that there was a, a Mexican like athlete that is, it's called Aldo Raigosa. Uh, that, that was like the best Mexican athlete at the moment. But I was like searching Latin athletes and all the stuff. And I found, and I found Eric and I, And my brother told me, like, you are, like, the same height of him. <laughs> and, like, from then, from there, I started to to watch him, to, I don't know, to want it to be like him. But, yeah, on, until cer certain point, how I told you, I, I got my, my own style. Like, oh, fortunately, I, I, I think I have my own style. <laughs> and, but when I met Eric, he was, like, such a good person we we share a lot of moments a lot of like conversations and uh, we he shared me like a lot of tips of flinch also 
he was uh, asking me like how you how you do 720 i don't know how to spin and i told him like bro you you know how to spin you you are like also aerodynamic because if eric wants bro he can do 900 i know it he have wow. the strength he has the spin i have seen his 720 because he sent me videos and bro he can do all the dynamics he wants he just have to be decided and i think that's one of the most things you have to do you have to have in dynamics i mean if you doesn't let go the ball like like literally i just say this fuck it and also a guy from mexico i don't know if you know him Cuate. Mm. he invented he invented the super 540 the giant 540 okay in in a, in a sandbar well he was on on a, on a beach or on Mazatlan that is like uh, a, a state country uh, i mean a, a state from the north from mexico that he's like in the beach and all the stuff, but he just invent, invented the Super 540 on a beach on a beach bar. Crazy. So I think that's the secret for all dynamics. Let go of the bar. Okay. So you went to Dubai. You battled against your idol, like uh, the guy you you looked up to for for four years or for three years. And it was it, and it was the best battle I I could ever have because it was like I was enjoying it. I, I mean, I was not, uh, I'm not saying that I was like enjoying like taking the belt or something because I was enjoying competing with the best athlete in the world or my idol. Yeah. That that was like, I'm just competing with my idol. Yeah. I just, I accomplished my dream. <laughs> Crazy. And I think uh, you deserve it because yeah, like uh, your performance was was insane. Uh, like uh, I still remember, like being in Sweden and everybody. We, we were sitting there and eating burger with uh, with uh, quite some athletes. And like uh, I think it was Daniels who came to the table and said, like he threw a seven twenty. Like I don't know, like what he said. Like no, it was a five story. But you did a crazy, crazy combination, and we were all like, <laughs> wow, yeah. But yeah, um, so. Um, What do, what uh, other mistakes do you see in, in uh, like professional athletes do um, to not reach their fullest potential? Um, I think it, that all um, that always in the food and the in the nutrition because I mean they train well, bro. You you cannot say they don't train well. I mean, you, I mean I'm not saying this because I don't, I wanna like. Um, I don't know how to say. No, no, no. But but I know some athletes, yeah. professional athletes, to a highest point. I mean, top athletes mm -hmm. in the world that eat eat junk food, bro. Even eating junk food, they are so fucking strong. They are so fucking powerful because of they them genetics. Imagine if they were eating properly, bro. They they could take the world honestly. Like I mean, these Russian guys or. And these Bulgarian guys that, that sometimes I watch and, and ask them, bro, what do you eat? Nothing, bro, junk food. <laughs> bro, you should you should eat well and you're going to get fucking based. Okay. So how do you eat? What, uh, what, what food do you eat? Are you vegetarian, pescatarian, vegan? No, no, but I don't eat red meat. Okay. Nothing at all. Uh, I mean, you can eat it, but I recommend it... All, uh, Mm, two times per month as much mm -hmm. 
So I eat a lot of chicken, a lot of fish, like um, sardines, um, and I don't know, um, also um, turkey, eggs, a lot of fishes and birds. But I don't try, try, I try not to eat like red meat because it's so bad for the body, so bad. Why is it bad? Because it's like your body, it's so like slow digesting food that it takes like for three to four to five days to, to your body to get it out. Wow. Because it's so, if you, if you grab like literally a, a, a fillet of um, red meat, you can you can taste or you can feel like it's strong. The, I mean, the meat is like um, hard to to break or hard to even to chew. But the chicken, if you chew a chicken or fish, instantly you you destroy it with your mouth. Of even if you this is what I call like the hand test. If you grab like a, um, a red meat a fillet or and a fish fillet of I don't know. Sorry, sardines or every, every every fish you like and squeeze them the fish is going to to break to 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 go to go away or to be to be put in <laughs> yeah. but the the meat it doesn't going to do nothing you're going you're only going to squeeze like this literally you're going only to squeeze like the meat you're not going to do anything with your hands because it's the red meat is so strong it has too much protein of good sources because it's good protein but the car um, the cholesterol it has and the the um, the bad oils that has that the red meat they are like literally for your body acids for your for your paints and for your arterias that the red meat at, at Long time periods. If you eat it in long time periods, it's going to to fuck you up, and on the central point, and it's going to get to get back. <laughs> but that's uh, what I recommend to people to stop eating red meat, and also um, good food sources like um, like vegetables, like fruits, like a lot of of uh, protein of uh, how I told you, of good sources like chicken. Fishes, uh, birds, and everything trying to be the natural and if you can say it like organic way, it's the best way. Because like if you your body gets used to to eating red meat, to be eating cheese, to be eating I don't know a lot of mm, uh, impacted uh, on or protein bars that. That doesn't help you a lot if you don't doesn't have literally a, a good nutritionist or a good uh, a good diet because if you eat a lot of protein you can literally have a five hundred box of uh, I don't know protein bars and you're not gonna get bigger because the protein on a certain point the body doesn't absorb it it it, it absorbs uh, um, onto certain uh, like content. Like too much, uh, too much. Like one kg of protein your body takes. The rest, if you start, if you eat more than one kg of protein, it's, it's an example. Your body is going to to get it to fat, to transform it to fat. So it doesn't help you a lot 
also to be eating protein all day. You have to be smart and eating like uh, green vegetables, uh, different vegetables like potatoes, uh, sweet potatoes, tomatoes, uh, spinach, and broccoli. Um, and here in Mexico, we have something we call nopales, that it's the best thing we have because it's so rich in protein. In, and it's natural, it's a veg- vegetable. It's literally cactus, mm-hmm. but chop it up with, without oh. the, the spines. Yeah. And you eat it, and it's so like, um, I don't know how to say, it's like, um, how you say like, flubber, like flubber literally, if you cut it, it's yeah. the, it, it starts to flubber like, oh, okay. but it's so delicious, and, it, and it's so rich in proteins, a lot of vitamin C, and zinc, that, that stuff, it helps you a lot, like eating uh, green vegetables and, and different types of vegetables, of fruits, like of different types of glucose. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I imagine you going to the market and taking a piece of meat of the, uh, like of the person <laughs> selling it and <laughs> crushing it, but yeah. <laughs> Look at it, it's so bad for you, don't eat it. <laughs> nice. So yeah, uh, is is the cactus sweet or is it uh, like uh, sweet? Oh, sweet. Okay, that's that's. It's so good. yummy, bro. So someday you have to come to Mexico and you have to try it. <laughs> so it's cheating. You have a, a, a yummy cactus with rich of protein and it's sweet. So this is like cheating. This is even better yeah. than steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also like if you start to. Tr- uh, to eat well, like I just started to eat well, like one one year and a half ago, like in 2018 ending, and and that's the point when I was getting like like better with a lot uh, a lot of level, but uh, that's because I was eating a lot of good food. I was eating a lot of food, uh, a lot of vegetables, a lot of good protein, because before of that I was just eating literally like pizza, like. Uh, red meat. I, I I was eating red meat, uh, tacos of red meat because I, I now I eat tacos also, but of pollo of chicken. Pollo, okay. <laughs> and uh, do you drink alcohol? Um, as too much one time per month or two per per month, but no, nah, I, I don't like it too much. Just some beer from from Mexico because some beers from here from Mexico are so so yummy. Nice. Okay. But that, that yeah, that's how um that's what I what I say like about calisthenics athletes. If you just get like used to one month of eating well or two months or three months, try it. And your body it's going to get too much used to it that it's going to be an habit. Mm-hmm. Literally. Now I eat good and I, and I eat healthy and I enjoy it. I now I say like oh no palace or oh no I'm going to eat potato with a lot of vegetables and broccoli. Literally and I and now I enjoy it because now even that I that you make like an habit, you make a lifestyle, literally. Yeah. And that's why what you have to do like to get to your highest point. Yeah, I can only uh, confirm that because like a lot of junk food is having heavy herbs, like uh, also like some chemicals who make you addicted See, to it. Yeah, a lot of chemicals are addicted. The sugar is the worst drug in the month yeah. Yeah. in the world yeah. because it's so addictive. It's the most addictive drug in the world, and and the people doesn't want to see the the sugar as a drug, but it's a drug. 
That's true. And the first times when you eat like uh, only vegetables, not from uh, from a like from a can or something, or from the from buying it, um, it's weird because there is not enough salts. There are not a lot of herbs, but you can do this. You can add this naturally, like with natural. Yeah, and uh, you can also add like salt. I, I mean, I prefer to people eat those and those foods like. I don't know. They, that's what what I eat yesterday. Literally, one the one uh, breast of chicken uh, with uh, a cup of or a bowl of broccoli, mm-hmm. um, a pot, uh, one chopped potato mm-hmm. with a uh, one chopped sweet potato, and um, we have something here we call lentejas. That it's uh, lentils. You you lentils. have lentils yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have the we have it here too, and. Um, Chopped nopal uh-huh. with, with tortillas de maíz. The tortillas de maíz are like high, too much high in carbohydrates, but good carbohydrates. Okay. Like the, it's corn, corn like yeah. tortilla corn is a, a natural source, so it's good. Imagine okay. eating that was so good, and and I and I put some salsa verde or I don't know. A, Limon or lemon or salt, and that's like better than be eating like uh, uh, I don't know what a pizza with with a diet coke. Yeah, yeah, that's it. hypocrisy. Literally, yeah. <laughs> I get hungry now. So yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you cook yourself? Yeah, nice. That's good. And uh, what is what is your job like? What what do you work as? Um, as personal trainer also and fitness coach okay but only uh, physical in no uh, no in calisthenics in fitness and like, functional i have a uh, certifications of wco in calisthenics mm-hmm. and, uh, and and another two federations of uh, of weightlifting and functional training so yeah no but i mean like uh, only physical in, in mexico or also online coaching no online coaching. Uh, okay. I do a lot of online coaching. I think is the most I get uh, clients from. Yeah. Okay. So when people want to learn from you, they can contact you via Instagram and yeah. Uh, you. you can... I I also g- uh, give like English programs now, mm-hmm. uh, so people are interested. They they can ask for ask for them and the all all the programs that i made and the meal programs that i made are like backup from my coaches so uh-huh. they also like um, doesn't put they like sign on but they help me to do it you know so yeah. i mean they they have helped me to not uh, take take away the this food don't put too much vegetable on this food don't put yogurt and I don't know a fruit on one meal because it's too much glucose. I don't know that that kind of stuff and helped me a lot. Wow, that's great. So like uh, we will put your Instagram and your email address in the in the comments. Uh, so when people are interested, that they can contact you uh, for for the coaching. Because for me, it seems that you really you're really like i know that you're only four years in the sport but you it seems that you really profit from the the experience of your coaches you also gathered your some experience yourself and your performances really speak for for themselves so um like uh, i can only say that uh, you convinced that, me. let's do let's do one thing i'm, yeah. I'm going to to give you a program 
because I'm not going to, I, I don't see, I, I don't know if you see my stories, but I'm not going to be in my social media for uh, from one to three months wow. because of a uh, reality show. But let's do one thing. I'm going to give you a planned program, a training program and a meal program if you want me to. Uh, and if you can try it one from one to the three months, I'm not going to be in. And when I came back, I want to see your progress. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yeah, you're yeah. in. Sounds good. Yeah, let's, let's go. Do it. Let's go. Awesome. Let's go. So, um, yeah, like, is it, a pl is it a show that you can talk about or that you want to talk about? Mm, um, yeah, I mean, the most important tip I want to give to the new athletes in calisthenics is to doesn't um, be like, I, I don't want to call you dumb, but doesn't be dumb to the time to prepare yourself and to if you want to become an athlete this is the only thing i'm going to tell you mm -hmm. you have to prepare like a professional because in this sport there are people that literally doesn't doesn't have too much talent but i have seen that there are some people in this sport that even they, they doesn't have talent they have like passion they they have the courage they have the hungry and they have now the the preparation so i have seen like people that doesn't have the 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 talent that they came to me or uh, asked for me like bro i have been in calisthenics for five years and i can't do an straddle planche and i i told them like bro maybe your training not, is not that good or something but no no they doesn't give they doesn't give up they they start to search for professional help like bro give me like What can I eat to be like, to get my performance better, to get my strength better, to get my, uh, I don't know, my stamina better because I feel like I'm getting weak or something. So I, those people that, that I see that are hungry, they have passion, they, they have the courage to, to get to another level, I help them, honestly, because I saw them like, bro, I want to I wanna progress no matter what. Tell me what did you do or what, uh, what did you eat to, to get to that level? But I saw some people also that, that came like, how do I do 720 or planks? <laughs> Give me a routine. Mm, what is your training? I don't train and I don't eat well. I eat young food. No, bro. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be like uh, bad or like arrogant, but those, those people doesn't take you seriously. And I have seen in my four years of training, I, I have seen it too much, too, too much time. <laughs> I can imagine, like, um, yeah, you feel that you feel if somebody is really willing to put in the work and uh, like passionate and uh, hungry for. Yeah, the you, when you, you when you see the passion of of someone that really wants to get to another level or or push their limits, you you just like. Mm, I mean, like me, honestly, I just gave them my my 100 of help like bro if you want a meal program just tell me what what do you eat now oh bro yeah i have six meals a day but uh, these are my meals and and i told them like bro you're eating protein at night i mean at morning so that doesn't going to help you because the protein gave you more like i mean it's going to give you strength and recovery but you just you just sleep like eight hours of you just have eight hours of sleep and rest 
So you don't have to be like eating protein in the morning to get yeah. recovered from nothing. You you don't have the stress from. Okay. I mean, you you should eat like more fruit in the morning, more yogurt, more yogurts. I don't know, more more like um oaks and more like uh, I don't know, like um, a lot of glucose meals that it's going to help you to have energy to have stamina to have strength in your training because the protein to till certain point if you eat too much in the morning it's going to get you slow and tired but if you eat uh, um, a lot of i don't know uh, fast uh, digesting glucose meals like fruit like yogurts like i don't know uh, meals or or i i do a like a uh, meal shake i don't know how how do you call it? But it, it, it's not a milkshake. It's like, ah, uh, uh, do you know what is um, liquado? That is like when you put a lot of uh, things on 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 a on a um, glass of milk and you chop it off. Uh, uh, I think I know what you mean. Like it's not milk, but it's like um, even even thinner than milk but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know how, how how do you call it in english uh, <laughs> well i, I yeah. just eat like low low fat uh, milk mm -hmm. if you want to call it that way yeah and put a lot of stuff in like uh, uh, red fruit um uh, uh, products like a lot of uh, uh, strawberries and um, a lot of uh, blueberries also. Uh, we call it here uh, red fruits. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we have a little, they sell like a little bag of fruits that are like all red, like cherries, uh, strawberries, mm -hmm. like berries, um, I don't know, blackberries and all the stuff. And I put it on, 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 the, on, the, on the glass. Also, I put like a banana and, and a lot of stuff like oaks and, and fruit so that uh, then i drink that and that gives me a lot of glucose and a lot of sugar that going to help me to have a lot of strength a lot of energy on my training so you eat this before training yeah it it in, i mean doesn't in this uh, that you, you want to train i don't know in the morning but eat um fast digesting uh, meals uh, that have like a, a high um, index of glucose. Like try to eat fruit. How I tell you, fruit, a lot of nuts. Like uh, I don't know, um, uh, peanuts. Uh, peanut butter helps you a lot if you want to to I don't know to to have for breakfast a sandwich of peanut butter before training. That that's better than eating protein because it gets your your glucose and your energy too high so mm -hmm. um it gets like uh, if your energy when you eat like a lot of products with glucose it goes like this if you're mm -hmm. eating like protein it's going like this because the protein also has glucose but it it doesn't like gives you energy it gives mm -hmm. more more like recovery and and for the muscles okay wow that's uh, interesting, crazy. So, like for everybody who's interested more in in depth into this topic, I think uh, they can write to you, and uh, maybe you can make them a program or something. Um, let's talk about the hardest move that you've ever learned. Like, what was the hardest move 
that uh, Tony Gastier learned until now? Mm, now, I think 900 because it's like crazy. But the one that I loved the most was Super 540, Giant 540. Like the combination that, of the both? or uh, Yes, like uh, from Giant, you know, five, Super 540 or mm-hmm. uh, Giant 540. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like that, but um, I like most um, because it's like crazier than the 900. I mean, you have to let go of the bar on the high in, on the highest point of the on the bar of the, of, of the giant. So you can you can literally if you don't catch the bar, you can die. <laughs> so I think it's also if you if you search my video, I, I have like a progress video from 2016 2020. Uh, that I did one super 540 on on a street bar and I didn't land it and I oh. didn't grab the bar so I landed on my head like this boom on the on the floor imagine <laughs> well okay so yeah crazy um what is the your your advice to learn this move like when, uh, I think like when you say you can die when you train this move <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you should try it in gymnas- <laughs> in gymnastics yeah. bar first on or on a foam pit. Yeah. Okay. Any other advice? Mindset mm, wise, maybe. I also try to if you wanna try giant five forty, you have to to already have like muscle of five forty mm-hmm. because it's like the fear. If you have fear of doing that muscle of five forty that is pushing the bar, imagine let go in the bar on a giant. Yeah. True. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, we're coming to an end. I still have some some quick questions for you. Um, <laughs> I li- feel a little bit bad for the first question because uh, <laughs> in which we talked about so many like uh, good nutrition, etc. What do you prefer, pizza or burger? <laughs> mm, honestly, I think um, pizza. Pizza. Because of the red meat. I mean, pizza is a lot of cheese and a lot of bread and also it has like me pepperoni but it's so high in, in fat and calories but it's like cheese that you're going to get rid of um, in one of two days but the red meat of the burger you're going to get rid of it on three days so four days to most but I, I also one tip is very important to listen to this tip don't eat don't eat protein neither um red meat uh white meat uh, and like high calories or fat calories like pizza burgers and and all this kind of food before training don't eat it before training because you're gonna to get we call it here in mexico electrogate or slower that is like getting heavier because your body or your blood every 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 literally every drop of blood is going to your digestive system to get rid of the red meat because it's so hard to de- get rid of them that your digestive system has to get all the blood of your body to to your digestive system to to get rid of the meat. Imagine, mm-hmm. so that's w- why you feel like heavier when you eat pizza and train after. Okay, get this. Um, yeah, it's it's so crazy how how ripped you are. Like it's it's insane. Like you're sitting there <laughs> and you see the muscle fibers and <laughs> crazy. I'm, I'm kind of ripped. Yeah, 
Okay, so next question. Uh, do you prefer dogs or cats? Um, dogs. Dogs, okay. Um, I have two, actually. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Uh, do, do you have a favorite location for holidays? Mm, I mean, like, especially a holiday, like my favorite holiday, or like a, uh, a location for going to a holiday? Uh, I don't get the difference, but let's say the second. <laughs> mm, I, I mean, I don't like to travel too much in holidays, but I think I, I would like too much, like, spending Christmas on a city like New York or Germany. I will, I would like to spend like a, a, um, a Christmas holidays right there because of the snow and, yeah. and the ambientation. I like too much. Have you ever seen snow? Yeah. Okay. But not on Christmas or like, no, in, no. not in like here in Germany, we have like in, in winter, we have like, maybe in the city more like 10 to 15 centimeters of snow but uh in in the landscape like it's often like it's 30 to 40 centimeters of snow so it's like quite quite a quite some, quite a lot and it's yeah, yeah i can imagine that uh yeah it's a different feeling like last winter we had dan rosenberg uh, here to visit us uh in in christmas holidays and he was also really like he was really fascinated by the snow. For us, it's normal, but for you, maybe it isn't. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's not too much normal because I mean, Happy New Year and Christmas. Christmas, uh, since I was a kid, I spent it most of the time on a beach. Uh, I mean, on Acapulco, Cancun, more like party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for us, that's in, unimaginable. And for me, one day I want to, like, for me, really a goal is to spend holidays, uh, winter and Christmas in a, in a hot, on a hot place, like uh, something like Dubai, like, uh, like Mexico. Cancun is the best place to spend <laughs> Christmas. Okay. The, the invitation of, of the state is crazy when, when it's Christmas. Wow. Okay. So new goal on my bucket list. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you do if social media just disappeared? What would change for you? I mean, it would change. I think only the fact that I will post. I will. I will not post anymore like my stuff. But I will keep training. I will keep doing my stuff. I think okay. the same thing, but just without social media. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, do you have a favorite calisthenics athlete? Eric, <laughs> Eric, yeah. I mean, uh, the most complete because I have a like a lot of favorite calisthenics athletes, and like in aesthetics, in overall, in, I think the overall my favorite is Eric. Then I think Thomas Kurganov, and then Roger. Oh, okay. In dynamics, uh, I think Kai Corbin and Quatemosolap and Maori Dynamics. Okay. Because I, I, I know Kubijas uh, throws a lot of crazy movements, but I think, uh, well, I, I don't think, I like more like the cleanest uh, tricks to be done. Like, I don't know, Quate, those, their 540s, bro, they're so fucking clean. You, ha you need to watch them. And yeah. also Maori Dynamics flows like water, literally. And Kyle Corey too, like, his 720s, like, Nothing. Crazy. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll check them out. I, maybe you can send me their Instagrams so I can put them in the description for the people who want to uh, watch them afterwards. Uh, I will send yeah. you a message after the, the interview. Um, perfect. Do you have a favorite book? Um, yeah, and but it's in Spanish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that it's called sell, sell It to the Mind, Not to the... Mm, it's like... Um, a rhyme thing in Spanish that it's vendele a la gente, no a la mente. That it's sell it, sell it to the mind, not to the people. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, like, sell it to the to the brain of the people, not to the people. Ah. You know? So, uh, it, 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 mm, the book is about, like, a lot of things that people doesn't do in their works or, or in their communities because... I mean, they the, the book helps you specifically to work on, like, I mean, in team, in work, specifically with your clients, not to only have clients. I mean, to have clients, it gave them, like, an important key purpose to be your clients, you know? Mm -hmm. That it doesn't, that it's not only, like, ah, I'm your client. That it's like, oh, I'm training with Tony Gast and I'm, and I'm part of the Tony Gast's team and of, of clients or of, uh, I don't know, um, alums and apprentices. Okay, get it. Sounds sounds interesting. Um, yeah, maybe there are some Spanish-speaking people. They can they can look it up. Um, but yeah, I think the main takeaway is clear. Um, what was the best calisthenics event you've ever been at? Uh, I think um, yeah, it was Dubai, and then it was San Diego. Okay. Nice. Um, yes. And then when, if you, sh if you would have to decide, what would you choose? Statics or dynamics? Dynamics 100% because <laughs> I like to flow. <laughs> okay. Nice. So, yeah, uh, we're coming to an end. Uh, we will put like your Instagram and your email address in the description for everybody who wants to uh, contact you. How can people like, how can they uh, ask you best? Like, is it Instagram or? Uh, yeah, I think Instagram is the best way. And also I'm going, I give you, if you want to my, my email and you could put it down there if the people wants to also. Perfect. Nice. You also have a YouTube channel where people can uh, check. Or? Um, yeah, it's called literally like my my Instagram. It's yeah. just Tony Gastelu. I pass you also the link. Perfect. Thank you. So yeah, we're coming to an end of this episode. It's already like uh, I don't know how long we are talking, but around one hour, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, before you can end the episode, Tony, and say goodbye to everyone. I want to say thank you to everybody listening to Till the End because it's like, a, again, a long episode. And uh, yeah, I think we had some interesting things. I also wrote down some stuff when I will now go to the shop and buy some, some good food because you motivated me to eat clean. Um, yeah, but it's the best thing you can do. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, uh, and it's going to change you not only in the physical way, even in the mood way, in the being activated in the in the day and being like productive being motivated that, that the food helps you a lot with those things okay 
Maybe I, I think I will send this uh, interview to uh, San, San Johan to, uh, to, to show him that he can eat clean. Uh, maybe he will <laughs> be even, even crazier and, and kill us the next. So, yeah. Thanks a lot, Tony, for your time. Uh, thanks to everyone listening till the end. So if you want to let this series continue, comment down below who should be interviewed next. Rate this episode and, uh, yeah, also check out Tony's social media channels and give him some support. And Tony, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks a lot for your knowledge, for your yeah, for your for your sharing your your story. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm out, and you can say goodbye to everyone and see you. Um, thank you, bro. Thank you for having me here in the interview. Also, thank you, Garnation, for for this episode of interviews. And, and yeah, um, honestly, I I like to 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 share with people the knowledge I have like accomplished from my coaches because they are people that are from admire that are people that too much with with too much preparation with too much knowledge that really helps me a lot to 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 me to get it in better every day so i think we should every every athlete should like look for it and for his discipline like that's what i want to do like people in calisthenics start to getting healthier eating good and all that stuff and thank you bro for having me here